Do you dare come with me down this dark and terrifying path? Come. Sit down. Make yourself comfortable and let me tell you about Spirit Possessions. Spirit Possessions. Spirit Possessions. Spirit Possessions. <laughs> Welcome, friends, to our first on Holy October episode. I'm taking it a bit slow with our first unholy episode. Consider this our first date. I'm taking you to your favorite place, and we order some appetizers. We have to have appetizers before the main course. So let's talk a little about spirit possessions. So you're probably asking yourself, what is a spirit possession? Well, it's an unusual or altered state of consciousness and associated behaviors purportedly caused by the control of a human body by spirits, ghosts, demons, or gods. The concept of spirit possession exists in many cultures and religions, including Buddhism, Christianity, Haitian voodoo, Hinduism, Islam, Wicca, and Southeast Asian, African, and Native American traditions. Now, depending on the cultural context in which it's found, possession may be considered voluntary or involuntary and may be considered to have beneficial or detrimental effects on the host. In a study conducted back in 1969 by the National Institute of Mental Health, spirit possession beliefs were found to exist in 74% of a sample of 488 societies all over the world, with the highest numbers of believing societies in Pacific cultures and the lowest incidence among Native Americans of both North and South America. So I decided to focus more on the exorcism within the Catholic Church and um, taking it from that viewpoint because most of the movies that we see on demonic possessions or spirit possessions, they take it from more of, especially when they con conduct the rite of exorcism. Is it a rite? I don't know. But um, it it's more from the Catholic viewpoint. But if you join our Patreon, I will be talking more in depth about Islam as well as um, spirit possessions and the belief within Judaism. So uh, check us out on Patreon. You'll, you might learn a little bit more. So let's take a look at Christianity. So from its beginning, Christianity has held that possession derives from the devil, or Satan, his lesser demons. The fallen angels. In the battle between Satan and heaven, Satan is believed to engage in spiritual attacks, including demonic possession against human beings by the use of supernatural powers to harm them physically or psychologically. Prayer for deliverance, blessings upon the man or woman's house or body, sacraments, and exorcisms are generally used to drive the demon out. 
So taking a look into Catholicism, the Catholic Church authorizes the use of exorcism for those who are believed to be the victims of demonic possession. In Catholicism, exorcism is sacramental, but not a sacrament, unlike baptism or confession. My goodness, how long has, I, has it been since I've confessed my sins? <laughs> Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been 27 long and arduous years since my last confession. So Roman Catholic doctrine states that angels are non-corporeal spiritual beings with intelligence and will. Fallen angels or demons are able to demonically possess individuals without the victim's knowledge or consent, leaving them morally blameless. Mm, so convenient. Catholic exorcists differentiate between ordinary satanic demonic activity or influence, which would be considered such as mundane everyday temptations, mm, temptations. and extraordinary satanic demonic activity, which can take six different forms, ranging from complete control by Satan or demons to voluntary submission. So let's take a, a look at these six different forms. The first one is possession, in which Satan or demons take full possession of a person's body without their consent. Shame on them. This possession usually comes as a result of a person's actions, actions that lead to an increased susceptibility to Satan's influence. Uh, judging by what the Catholics believe, that would be anything. Basically just breathing. <laughs> Such a bitch. <laughs> the second one is obsession, which includes sudden attacks of irrationally obsessive thoughts, usually culminating in suicidal ideation, and which typically influences dreams. The third one is oppression, in which there is no loss of consciousness or involuntary action, such as in the biblical book of Job in which Job was tormented by Satan through a series of misfortunes in business, material possessions, family, and health. The fourth one is external physical pain caused by Satan or demons. The fifth one is infestation, which affects houses, objects, or animals. And subjection, in which a person voluntarily submits to Satan or demons. In the Roman ritual, true demonic or satanic possessions has been characterized since the Middle Ages by the following four typical characteristics. Number one, manifestation of superhuman strength. Number two, speaking in tongues or languages that the victim cannot know. Revelation of knowledge, distant or hidden, that the victim cannot know. Blasphemous rage, oof. My goodness, obscene hand gestures sounds like my everyday life. Using profanity, mm-hmm, and an aversion to holy symbols, names, relics, or places. Not so much the last few, but blasphemous rage, obscene hand gestures, and using profanity is me going out into society now and seeing the fuckery and shenanigans. That's rampant. The New Catholic Encyclopedia states ecclesiastical authorities are reluctant to admit diabolical possession in most cases because many can be explained by physical or mental illness alone. Therefore, medical and psychological examinations are necessary before the performance of major exorcism. The standard that must be met is that of moral certitude. 
for an exorcist to be morally certain, or beyond reasonable doubt, that he is dealing with a genuine case of demonic possession, there must be no other reasonable explanation for the phenomena in question. Official Catholic doctrine affirms that demonic possession can occur as distinguished from mental illness, but stresses that cases of mental illness should not be misdiagnosed as demonic influence. Catholic exorcisms can occur only under the authority of a bishop and in accordance with strict rules. A simple exorcism also occurs during baptism, although uh, in this book that I'm reading, they say that they're trying to change that. Um, yeah, they're trying to change that. <laughs> I was going to go more into it, but it's going to take too long. <laughs> The first official guidelines for exorcism were established back in 1614, and those guidelines were later revised by the Vatican in 1999, as the demand for exorcisms increased. In the 15th century, Catholic exorcists were both priestly and lay. Since every Christian was considered as having the power to command demons and drive them out in the name of Christ. These exorcists used the Order of St. Benedict's formula, Vade Retro Satana, Step Back Satan, around this time. By the late 1960s, Roman Catholic exorcisms were seldom performed in the U.S., but by the mid-1970s, hmm, I wonder why, here's why, popular film and literature revived interest in the ritual, with thousands claiming demonic possession. Mm -hmm. Maverick priests who belonged to fringes took advantage of the increase in demand and performed exorcisms with little or no official sanction. The exorcisms that they performed were, according to contemporary American religion, clandestine underground affairs undertaken without the approval of the Catholic Church and without the rigorous psychological screening that the Church required. In subsequent years, the church took more aggressive action on the demon expulsion front. <laughs> the demon expulsion front. The practice of exorcism without consent from the Catholic Church is what prompted the official guidelines from 1614 to be amended in 1999. The amendment established the procedure that clergy members and each individual who claims to be impacted by demonic possession must follow. This includes the rule that the potentially possessed individual must be evaluated, evaluated by a medical professional before any other acts are taken. The primary reason for this action is to eliminate any suspicion of mental illness before the next steps of the procedure are taken. Since demonic possession, according to Roman Catholic teachings, is extremely rare and mental health issues are often mistaken for demonic possession, the Vatican requires that each diocese have a specially trained priest <clears throat> who is able to diagnose demonic possession and perform exorcisms when necessary. So we've come to the final part, the signs. Now the signs of demonic invasion vary depending on the type of demon and its purpose, including loss or lack of appetite, cutting, scratching, and biting of skin, a cold feeling in the room, unnatural bodily postures and change in the person's face and body, the possessed losing control of their normal personality and entering into a frenzy or rage and or attacking others, change in the person's voice, 
supernatural physical strength not subject to the person's build or age, speaking in tongues the person cannot have learned before, knowledge of past events the person cannot have known about, knowledge of present events the person is not witnessing or having knowledge about, and prediction of future events that become accurate, sometimes through dreams, levitation and moving of objects and things expelling of objects, things, and certain animals, intense hatred, aversion, and violent reaction towards all religious objects or items, antipathy towards entering a church, speaking Jesus' name, or hearing scripture. So we've come to the end of our first unholy episode. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram and TikTok. I've added all the links to the show notes, including the links to the articles mentioned. And if you'd like access to extra episodes, check out our Patreon page. The link is also in the show notes. I hope you enjoyed our first episode and tune in on Thursday where we get to the meat of our unholy October episodes. Remember to say a prayer before bed tonight. And be careful of the ones after your soul. <laughs> <laughs>